Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to The Upfront Investor, the show where each and every week I give you all the very latest information on what's happening in the Australian share market. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation. Now let's get into it. Hello and welcome to The Upfront Investor. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. And today I'd like to talk a bit about gold because I've heard a, we're getting gold coming up a little bit more nowadays with some different people. And for the modern investor, the idea of swapping some cash to buy gold certainly has its allure, particularly when other investments can seem a lot more risky, which was certainly the case around the GFC now, before you get too excited, let me say that not every street is actually paid with gold. And as it, with any investments, there are really good times to buy and there are really good times to sell. Because in my experience, it's extremely common for investors to fail simply because they fail to sell. Now, this occurs because they've never learned how and why they need to sell. When teaching the how to our students, and those who've been listening to my podcast for years know that I really do harp on sending stop losses and how crucial to a person's success these stop losses are, whether they're an investor or a trader. Now, investors who fail to set a stop loss, or in other words, have a, a pretty simple exit strategy, invariably continue to hold onto any asset, thinking that this is the best strategy. As a result, as a result, this subjects them to the fluctuations of of a market or the market that they're actually in, and sometimes means that's turning that they turn a capital gain into a loss. So, what was or might have been to be a safe haven or even a good profitable investment has become something that's no longer a safe haven. It was made out to be, or and neither is it profitable. And it was only only the other day that I was having an argument with somebody who said to me, well, if I don't sell, then I haven't lost. Now, this thinking is flawed in my opinion, simply because if the unthinkable occurred in your life and you needed to liquidate your assets, then you indeed have lost. More than that, you've lost opportunity to be in a rising asset by staying with falling assets. Now, it's people say, well, it's just a paper loss. Well, to me, it's not really a paper loss because if you look at your net asset position, if you're going to the bank and putting that down, well, you actually have lost money. So to me, the, that first loss is always the hardest, but it's the best lesson. You need to learn how to sell to make more money. I think that's probably a better way of saying it. Now, as example, let's consider what's occurred over the past few years with gold and where the price is likely to go in the next few years or well, uh, in the near term. Now, firstly, let me ask you why you'd want to buy gold. Um, now, some investors answer that they would choose to own gold simply because they can see and feel it. It's something that they can tangibly put in their hand, just like buying a house. And they can buy a little or a lot, depending on their investment strategy. Now, further, that gold has always been viewed as a descent defensive type asset that tends to rise when other investments fall. It's that safe haven. And so investors took comfort in owning gold for this reason when the GFC hit. We saw gold rise up um, during that GFC from 2007 onwards. Now the downside, however, is that you don't get the benefits that other investments actually create. Remembering the best investments, to, in my view, 
uh, provide both income and capital growth. So with gold, you're only just getting growth if it is rising in price. So if you are not getting both, then somebody else is. And this is one of the reasons why the best investment vehicles are property and shares. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't buy gold, but the reason it doesn't work for many investors is simply because they don't sell. And so a defensive asset can actually increase your risk through holding whilst price is falling away. If the price is falling away, the more it falls away, the more you're losing that asset or the value of that asset. The way it works is a little bit like a, a seesaw in action. Once money starts flowing back into growth type assets, it comes out of gold and the price of gold falls. And what this means to an uneducated investor is that they may be holding something which is worth less than what they actually paid for it. Uh, which is pretty common. Now let's consider what happened over the last four or five years. Now in 2009, the price of gold rose from around $1,000 an ounce to nearly double this figure to $1,920. Remember the bottom of the All Ordinary's Index was March 2009. So whilst in the depths of that GFC, the gold price started to rise because everybody was thinking safe assets go into all that. So it actually nearly doubled in price between that low in 2009 or that time in 2009 right through to September 2011 where it hit $1920 an ounce or US dollars an ounce. Then it fell enough to look cheap to investors. However, they didn't realize that those in the know were actually starting to move out of gold and back into investments like shares, which meant gold was likely to fall further. And in fact, by June 2013, gold was back to around $1,200 an ounce. Remember, in 2009, it was $1,100. So it's only, it fell right back to where, it, pretty much to where it started from. Now, further, most didn't realize that gold had almost doubled in price. When an investment does this, it's often a signal that price is likely to fall by around 25% and up to 50% in some cases. But as most investors buy and hold rather than learning how to understand the market and more importantly how to sell, they were not aware of what might be occurring or might about to start occurring. Now following the top in 2011 as mentioned, gold fell around 40% into mid-2013 while shares rose during that time so they should have been shifting out of gold and into shares. Now involved Investors often get fearful when things go wrong in one investment, and further, they don't act quickly enough to move into other investments, as they wrongly believe that because they've gotten good growth in an investment, which has doubled in price, that that investment will do so again and in the same time frame, so they don't think that the investment will fall away. And so therefore they stay with it. And it's a form of sort of greed, I suppose, if that if that makes sense. It's because they've already made money on it. They don't want to sell out because they they fear not getting more making money. Uh, I think that makes, I think that actually makes sense when I, what I've just said. They, they, they've made the money, so they think it's going to continue to go on. And uh, they fear if they get out and the investment keeps rising that they've lost money by not getting the rest of that gain. I think that's probably explained a little bit better. Um, so therefore they don't act quickly enough and move into other investments because they wrongly believe that, as I said, that, that, that it will keep going uh, and it'll do so in that same time frame. Whereas they should actually be looking at the risk of holding and preparing to exit if need be. So if something's moving up into all-time highs or it's had huge big runs like 100%, at that point in time you should actually be looking or preparing to exit if it starts to fall away. Um, now given this, they end up exiting too late and buying in too late. And this is why the quote, the amateurs tend to buy the top 
second sell at the bottom is so often heard. So where is gold now? Well, the price of gold is holding steady, but in, in, in real fact, it's been trading sideways for the past 12 months. Now that said, the past nine weeks, it's largely been bearish and looking to me a little bit like this bearish will continue, at least in the short term. Now I'd suggest that gold will continue to fall uh, and possibly falling below US $1,200 at this stage. It has good support at 1179 and if it fall, fails to hold above this level, then a much larger fall is likely to ensure, which could even see gold go below $1,000, even below what it was in 2009. Now at this stage, I'm, I'm pegging it at probably uh, it's likely to stand up at around that you know, $1,179 or US dollars uh, an ounce. Uh, but again, until it stops, finds some support and starts to rise up, I'm still thinking, my thinking as a trader needs to be that this will continue to be bearish if it gets down to those levels until it's not. Um, so a little bit of knowledge can be worth its weight in gold. For now, I'd not be buying gold, but sitting back and waiting to see what occurs. If it does find some support and starts to move up, then gold might be a little bit to put into your portfolio, but not right now. Now, I want to get onto the All Orders Index briefly just before I finish up. So whilst there is a mix of both good and bad, political and economic news um, having an impact on the mood of our market at the moment, one positive that that's really stands out from the global economic perspective is that the most recent company data of the US shows that how the majority of companies either met expectations or surprised on the upside, which is nice. So with the US in an improved earning sort of phase this year, other markets will continue to follow because it's like the, the if there's no bad news coming out, then you know, people aren't as fearful of the market. So right now our market is falling away. Um, but I believe this will be short term. It's only been the last couple of weeks. I still expect we'll see our market move past its previous high of 5,672 points and do that before the end of the year. So I think we've just got a bit of a short term move down and then we move back up through the 5,600 um, up to probably 5,800. And we could even make up into that 6,000 point mark sort of early in that first quarter, probably in the first quarter of 2015. That said, I still am expecting a move down into a, a major low, a significant low through into that 2015. So I mean, this is the last move up into our highs, which is really the... I suppose the context of what I'm talking about with gold, you know, the market's been rising and rising and rising and rising, and, and it will get to a top and it'll fall away at that 25 odd percent. Um, I'm expecting at least a sort of 12, 15 percent fall into next year, could be closer to 25 percent uh, at a guess right now. Anyway, um, for those of you who are enjoying our podcast, our Upfront Investor podcast, please get onto iTunes and, and rate it. Um, for us and uh, and also put a little testimonial then I'm also talking wealth you can do that as well but one thing I want to say before I, I finish up um, is that um, in a few weeks for those people in Melbourne I'm actually going to do a workshop um, and it's the first one I've, I, I, I've not done a public workshop that's been under the banner of wealth within in eight years uh, it's pretty much eight years i've done a few workshops for the asx um, and for some brokers and those not really workshop seminars actually two three hour seminars um the only workshops i've ever done 
in the last eight years has been our art of trading workshop which is for students only and that's normally a two-day workshop so this year i've decided to do a workshop um i've titled it with our uh, yourtradingmentor.com.au website so in melbourne it'll be running melbourne it's in st kilda at the novotel in st kilda i think it's the fourth of october it's about three weeks away so if you're in melbourne and you want to come to that workshop it's a whole day it's um, 9 to 5 30 it's me um presenting so give the guys a call they can give you all the details i know we are sending out an email out today i believe but uh, uh you know if you want to uh, which, which is Monday the, the 15th of September, so uh, got about three weeks. Um, for students, for graduates of our courses and current students of our course, there is, of, of course, a, a fairly big discount for you guys to, to attend if you wanted to attend. It is more aimed at people looking at getting into trading and um, a little bit um, working with me from that point of view. Uh, but if you are a student, you will get a discount. So anyway, just go, just give our guys a ring on one three hundred seven four two seven. Three eight, and for the guys interstate, no, I'm not going to be doing it interstate. I'm not planning at this stage to do it interstate. You never know; I may do some next year, but at this point in time, it is Melbourne, so, and that's probably the benefit of being living in Melbourne because that's where I am. But anyway, I'll leave that all up to you. Uh, uh, good luck, good trading, and as I said earlier, you've been listening to Talking Wealth, and I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's Upfront Investor Podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation.